My name is Ty French, and this is my podcast. That's why it's called the Ty French Podcast. Hello. Welcome back to the Thai French Podcast. My name's Thai French, and this is my podcast. And it's also now the year 2023. <laughs> what is up, you guys? Welcome back. I missed you guys. I don't know why it feels like it's been since last year. Punch. <laughs> Wow, that was so freaking dumb. <laughs> um, you know, I had to. I had to. I queued it up and I had to hit the ball out of the park. Um, no, but really, it does feel like it's been weirdly so long. Maybe because the last episode I recorded, I was in Flagstaff with Billy. And first off, just thanks so much for all of the kind words. I, I, It was so fun to record with her because... I obviously she's my best friend. I've known her for so long. She's the person in my life that has known me the longest. And I feel like out of everyone in my life, she just really, really knows exactly. She, she almost maybe knows me better than I know myself. And she knows the parts of me that I maybe don't like about myself. And she has just been truly my ride or die for so long since the day I met her and I'm just so glad that you guys were able to be introduced to her and you all had so many nice things to say and I just I I love her I love you Billy and I can't wait to have her on the podcast again hopefully soon so I got back from Flagstaff last week and let me just tell you it didn't snow at all while I was there and then of course the day I leave which, guys, I'm not the, the biggest fan of snow, but I, I, I'm, I'm down for a white Christmas, okay? And But the second Christmas ends, hasta luego, muchacho. <laughs> I, I ain't trying to see a white speck on the ground, okay? And, of course, so the day I leave, there, there, there was no snow the whole time. And then the day I leave, I get up and it's just a winter vortex, <laughs> of a nightmare of a winter wonderland and you know which is great cute love love the snow whatever but then I had to drive home in that and so for the first two hours of my drive it was sketch it was very scary very rocky and let me just tell you Rita hasn't been Rita's my car y'all know Rita Wrangler Rita hasn't been the best to me lately as all of you guys know and so, you know, I was really putting her to the test to see if she was going to fail me or if she had my back or not with this drive. And needless to say, since I am talking to you on this podcast, she she really put the work into it and she got me home safely. Literally for the first two hours of the drive, I was like glued to the steering wheel going like 10 miles an hour with my flashers on just like bracing for impact at any given moment because I feel like I've seen well <laughs> so I spent my entire Christmas break watching TikTok basically and so, there was that huge storm in Seattle right and so literally my entire break was watching people slip and fall on ice and like getting car accidents and whatever, which the videos were literally, this is so more like morbid to say, but like they were hilarious. Like because people were like, I, I don't watch any like morbid ones and laugh or whatever. It was like parked vehicles or whatever. And like people falling. And anyways, so then I was like, oh my God, this is my <laughs> karmic revenge from the universe for laughing at all those poor, sweet, innocent souls just trying to get to work on TikTok. And crashing the cars because of the snow and so I was really really honed in I wasn't listening to music I was not bopping I was very focused <laughs> hand 10 and 2 just trying to get home safe I, I th th this was my first road trip I think I've said this in the past before I started the podcast I literally had never listened to a podcast other than once I was on, on the what we said podcast and I'm finally now obviously since I'm in the podcast space I like to listen to them to just kind of see what else is out there and now that's how it kind of started now I like 
genuinely love and just adore podcasts. And this was this was my first road trip I've done in a while. And so I was listening to podcasts the whole time. And I thought like once I got started like going, like I'd get sick of listening to a podcast for seven hours straight. And so, you know, I had like songs queued up and whatever. I did not play one song the entire way, all the way there and all the way back. I was just so invested in all the podcasts that I was listening to. And I just loved it. It made the the road trip go by so fast. So if you guys are listening to any of my podcasts while you're on road trips, uh, thank you. <laughs> that just makes me so happy that I, I can be there in that moment with you because I love road tripping and now I love podcasts. Anyways, I don't even know if I said this, but happy new year. <laughs> I think I kind of just got straight into it, but happy new year, everyone. We are now in 2023. Let me tell you, it's going to take me until 2024 to finally adjust writing 2023 on calendars and invoices and checks and just anything. I keep wanting to say, I don't know why it's almost easier for me to say 2024. Like I've accidentally written that on a few things and I'm like, whoa, 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 let's not get ahead of ourselves. Okay. We're still in 2023, but I don't know. You know, it just always like takes you a minute to adjust. For New Year's, I split my time between the crews. Um, I went with like Tezza and my friends and went over to her house for a few hours and it was just like super chill. I just wanted to see Coco. I hadn't seen any of them since the holidays. And so it was just really nice to like see them and catch up. But then, you know, Tequila needed to, to step out on the town. She needed to ring in the new year and hopefully get a New Year's kiss. I hate to spoil the ending of the story, but the New Year's kiss didn't happen, okay? So going out in the town was useless. But no, I wanted to see Jose and my boys, my gaggle of gays. And so I went over to Tessa's for a few hours, and then I went out with my gaggle of gays. And it was super fun. We went to this party at this like new social club in Hollywood that's called High Mat. It's like a gym slash members club. It's kind of like a Soho house. But it's like brand new and it's literally so gorgeous. The building is insane. And it was fun. It was fun to do something different. I had only been there for like an event once when they opened. And it was fun. You know, it's always fun dancing with the gays <laughs> and, um, you know, just having a ball. Also, new year, new me, but dun 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 dun, new sheets. <laughs> I did it, you guys. I had to. I, as you, as you know, if you listen to, I don't even remember what episode I broke that news on, but I ruined my brand new Jack Moose bedding and I was devastated. I did not even take one photo with it, but I ordered it over break because I was just so scared. I think it's like a limited collection with Jack Moose and this brand Tecla. And so I was just scared that once it sold out, they were not going to restock it and then I would be screwed because then it would just have the pillowcases and it just went so well. So now I have a whole new set RIP to my wallet, but you know, <laughs> I'm trying not to think about that. Um, you know, the other, the other set isn't terribly ruined that now it will be nice to have two sets so that when I'm washing one set, you know, I could maybe just have the other one on and then I'll only, you know, maybe photograph my apartments when the good set's on. I don't know. I don't know. But, you know, it's always good to have a backup set of sheets. I was so excited to get home from Flagstaff and shoot my apartment so that I can finally show you guys. I know I've been teasing a little bit on Instagram stories and stuff and you can see like peaks of it in my some of my latest Instagrams. But I just wanted like a, a, a home, at home shoot, just like a full thing. It has literally been so dark and so depressing and so rainy and so cold ever since I got back. I It's really not the vibe for my new year. I'll be honest. It has really effed with me mentally. And that kind of like gets me into what I'm going to talk about first. I mean, in this episode, I'm going to be talking about, you know, the new year, how I'm feeling going into it. I'm going to give some tips on how to achieve your goals in 2023. And then to get us excited for the new year, I'm just going to talk about all the things that are going to be coming up in 2023 that we as a collective should be pumped for. I'm going to talk about albums I'm excited for. I'm going to talk about what we should be watching in 2023 and what we're excited about coming up. I'm going to talk about podcasts that I've been loving. I'm going to talk about things I'm excited to do in 2023, people that I'm excited to watch and see how they flourish in 2023. 
all of that fun jazz. Just get us pumped on the year ahead. You know, we've got a lot of stuff coming up. But first, I kind of want to just talk about like how I'm feeling going into the new year. Um, I had a big phone call with JC today. We got to love JC. JC is literally the best friend and I feel like she can just tell when I may be in you know feeling a little down or I need to like just run through life or just talk about anything and so she calls me I think to just like catch up and to see how New Year's was and then you know we just got into a big deep chat and I think I I think I had a few like epiphanies in it and um she was like you know you need to talk about this on the podcast so here we are but I don't know about you guys there's something about the new year that just always stresses me out. It's the same thing on my birthday. Every year on my birthday, I feel stressed. I think it's like a collective day that people expect you to, and New Year's especially because everyone's doing it at the same time to where as your birthday, it's just you. But for New Year's, it's like we all just decided, okay, now's the time in your life where you need to reflect on your whole last year. You need to decide what you're going to do this next year and how you're going to do it. And like, here's the end of a chapter and we're starting a new one. And whether you like it or not, that's happening. And that just really stresses me out because, you know, we're not all on the same cycles of life. We're not all in the same place of life. And so sometimes that can just feel a little bit jarring when maybe one chapter is not ready to be closed or like you're not necessarily in the right headspace to reflect on the things that have happened to you this last year. And I'm feeling a mixture of that and a mixture of um, I am excited for the new year. And I I really think this time of year, especially or this this year, especially it has really come at a very pivotal moment for me mentally and just like where I am with my career and just what I what I want for myself in life. And I know I've been talking a lot about. Um, you know, taking a break from alcohol and partying and whatever. And I feel like, first off, I feel like I keep saying that and I don't want you guys to think that I literally have a problem. Growing up Mormon, you're not allowed to drink and whatever. And so when you when I came out of the closet and I was 18, I didn't even really start drinking then. And I didn't even really start drinking after I turned 21. I didn't start drinking until I was like 22 and like going out and partying. I don't know. Then I just, I felt like I almost had missed out on so much. I didn't have like the high school party days. I didn't go to college. So I didn't go to a frat or, you know, all of those parties. And so I just felt like I was constantly playing catch up or I felt like I had to do that. You know, I had to get these party years out of me. And Granted, I literally do not regret one thing. I love every memory I've made. I love, I still love to party. I want tequila is always going to be there. Let's be honest. But I truly just feel like I need a break. And that can seem so daunting. <laughs> and especially when, you know, that's all you and your friends do. You, you obviously meet people that do the same things as you and like the same things as you. And so if you like to go out and party, that's like how you're going to form your friends. And when you move to a, a new city, that's how you meet a lot of people is going out to bars. And, you know, alcohol definitely makes you more chatty and helps like get the edge off and whatever. So I don't know. I just feel like I decided I was going to take a break and it was the worst time right before the holidays. Right. And I took a break for like three weeks and it felt so great. I just felt like I had so much more clear clarity about just life and my goals and work and I don't know, I was feeling more rested and then the holidays hit and I was like, you know, that's just so hard <laughs> to take a break over the holidays. And so I drank over Christmas and I drank obviously for New Year's Eve, like I just told you. And all of that, it was so fun. I don't regret it, but I got home and I just was like, okay, wow, that like confirmed to me that I do want to take a break. I want to take a bigger break. And what's that to say? Is that going to be like a month is it going to be two months is it going to be six months I don't know I don't know what that is I just know for me right now I'm at a point in my life where I just need to focus on work I need to focus on my goals I need to focus on my passions and that's not to say I won't still go out or I won't do this or I won't hang out with friends or I won't go dancing or whatever but I almost want to like prove to myself that like that all those good things about life that you love to do when you're drinking, you don't need to drink to have fun doing that. And I didn't ever need 
alcohol to to fuel my fun personality or this like before I started drinking when I was 22. So like I definitely don't need it now. But I don't know. It just becomes such a crutch and it just becomes a habit. And, you know, every weekend, you know, you're like, where are we going out this weekend? Like Monday through Friday, everyone's been working and everyone just wants to get together and like go relax. And I love that. I'm still going to do that, but I'm just going to be taking a break from the booze for a minute. And I don't know why that seems so hard to do. But like Billy said in last week's episode, I truly feel that a lot of people are feeling the same way. And obviously your TikTok algorithm is like designed to be videos that it thinks you would want to see. But I don't even know how mine has suddenly turned into like all these like motivational TikToks about like if you're sober curious, like here are some tips or, you know, if you feel like you've been drinking too much or like here are the effects of alcohol in your body. And like if you're feeling tired or not motivated or whatever, like maybe you need to cut back. And I'm like, oh, OK, well, yeah, I'm feeling all those things. So. You know, it doesn't hurt to try. A, I'm, I'm telling y'all, so like it helps keep me accountable. But two, it's hard to say out loud like, okay, yeah, I'm taking a break because then it's like subconsciously, obviously you don't want to be surrounded by people like this anyway, but subconsciously you're like, okay, well, are people still going to want to hang out with me? You know, because then if everyone's going out and everyone's going dancing, like, are they going to invite me or this or that or whatever? But I I feel like I've been talking about this for way too long. Anyways, JC and I got talking and that, that was a big part of it, but then it kind of led into the bigger part of our conversation, which I wanted to chat with you guys about. She was asking me just how I felt about, I, she told me I should talk about this on the podcast and I just felt like, I asked her, I was like, wait, do you feel like I've brought it up too many times? Because I feel like I'm keeping reiterating the point. And she was like, no, talk about it. So anyways, that's why I'm bringing it up. But I know I've talked about TikTok a lot and Instagram and whatever. And I'm I'm going to be talking about that right now. I, I don't know why I feel like I'm giving a disclaimer. I'm talking about this, but the the realization that I had about all of this like came so much deeper. And that's the message that I want you to take away from this part that I'm about to share. But she was asking me about how I felt about TikTok and, you know, because I've been posting some clips from the podcast or whatever. And honestly, I was just like, I felt like I had so many ideas and I felt like so good going into the new year. And I felt like I had like figured out, you know, my thing and how it was going to work for me. Then after the new year, I don't know if it was just I was like hung over for the last few days or what and just tired from traveling, but I've just felt like so discouraged again. I just think I've been trying to my whole life, literally since I was 15, my whole career, everything that I've ever done has been about photography and everything that has like ever made me special that I truly feel like is a talent of mine that is like been given to me I think it's a gift that I have not to like to my own horn but like I think I'm a great photographer and that's like what initially like got me like followers or whatever not that that's important but that's just like always what has made me special that's like just like who I am I was always known as like the photo guy Thai French Thai French photo Thai French presets that's just like who I am and I feel like for the last if you look at Thai French on my page right now for the last year last two years even I haven't posted, not even that I want to start doing photography, like again, for clients or weddings or whatever, but I feel like I've just like tried to fit the mold of what I'm seeing on Instagram and like what's working for other creators of like iPhone only and this, and like, it's the effortless girl. And like, people want the no edit, like Emma Chamberlain look or whatever. And I'm like, okay, well that is maybe now what is making me depressed because I've been chasing these like trends of what. I think people want to see and in doing that I've given up so much of what I think has made me special and what I truly enjoy and what I what what it make what makes me different from the crowd and what what my talent is and I feel like I've just stepped so far away from what initially brought people to me and that's now like where I'm at with TikTok is you know like Alex Earl is blowing up right now and so, you know, I, I see so many videos in my feed being like, Alex Earl's blowing up and here's what you need to learn from her. And here's the tips and tricks you need to do and replicate her videos to go viral or whatever. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, we just live in this world that is like so always about like, here's what's trending and here's how to grow and here's how to do this. And I'm like, I, I've gotten lost in like trying to keep up with that, but in turn, I've just gotten rid of everything that made me special and different. And that's what people are attracted to. And so 
I'm going into this new year, all that to say, I'm just going into this new year with saying F the trends, F what is working for anyone else. I am going to truly try and aspire to find at the root, like what, and this is my advice to all of you. It has nothing to do with TikTok or Instagram or whatever. This is what I'm, my epiphany that I had today that I want you guys to take away from this is you will never succeed by trying to be somebody else. You will never succeed by trying to do what's working for someone else. You are going to flourish and you are going to succeed when you are doing what is truly meant for you and what works for you and what makes you happy and what you are passionate about. If find out what makes you so happy and what makes you so passionate and what makes you special and different and run with it. You just have to do what makes you happy and what you are passionate about. And that's going to shine through your work. And that's going to shine just through who you are as a human being. I am just going into this new year being like, F it. I'm going to be me. I'm going to do what makes me happy. What I think is cool. I'm going to figure out. And I don't know it. I don't have all the answers. I don't know how I'm going to do this. I just want to like not feel like I'm shouting into a void and trying to like find an algorithm that works for me or find these trends that work for me or whatever. No, I want to be like, okay, what do I have to say? What do I have to show? Who do I want to be and do that? Who do I want to be in this world? What do I want to show this world about me that I think that they can learn from that or they can feel inspired by or get entertained by or, you know, just what, what about me individually, my talent? What do I have to show? What do I want people to hear? Do that. Don't, I, I shouldn't be thinking about what do people want to hear or what do people want to see from me? What do people want to see you do? What do people want to see you sing? How do people want to hear you? No. What do I want people to hear me say? Not what do they want to hear from me. Those are two very different things. And you can get so caught up in, especially if you're in like a social media content creating world, you can get so caught up in, you know, all the numbers and, oh, well, this post performed well. So that must mean that my audience wants to hear more things like this or whatever. And no, 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 no. Do what you want to do, what you're passionate about, what you like, and I think truly you will be blessed and see success from that. And I'm telling you all that because I'm telling myself that, that this is everything that I just like had like a huge epiphany today of just being like, no, like stop it. Drop all the cards, drop all the cards. You're trying so hard to, you're not even trying so hard. You're stressing yourself out so much about, you know, this new TikTok and how it affects this and that or whatever, which it does. And that is a valid concern because, you know, this is my job and whatever, but it's just a platform. It's a video platform. Okay, great. So I've done social media for, or photography or anything for 10 years. It's just another one. It's just another place to press post. That is it. It is another place to press post. You do not have to change yourself to be like, oh, well, this is what TikTok creators are doing. So I need to do that. No, do whatever you want to do. It is just a platform to literally press post. Anyways, to wrap that up, a quote I heard on Instagram today that really just stuck with me and I think really sums up this whole thought that I had was, you don't need to reject your current self to create a new version of you. And I love that. You are that person already. You just need to decide to show up as that person Anyways, I hope you liked that ramble of me being in my feels and talking about TikTok again. I swear I'll shut up about TikTok. Anyways, a few tips of mine for you guys to help you achieve your goals in 2023. These are like tips that I'm, once again, I'm telling y'all because I'm telling myself. I wrote these down because I'm trying to implement them as well. But my first one, I did all day today. I spent all day cleaning and yada, yada, yada. But obviously, like I told y'all, I'm, I'm cutting back from the booze. And I don't know if you've seen like photos from my apartment before, but I had like this like gorgeous gold bar cart. My apartment is a studio apartment. It's very small. So you see everything. It's 200 square feet tiny. And I have this beautiful like gold bar cart. And it was like all my like 
bar glasses on it and the whole bottom shelf is just like booze like tequila wine all this whatever and i have a lot of it because a i got a lot of it sent to me to i host all the time i host all the gaggle of the gays before we go out to the bars and so you know i've just accumulated all these bottles and i went through today and so if you if you also are trying to cut back on booze this is my recommendation for you if you have your booze in the fridge, if you have it in the freezer, if you have it on a bar cart, if you have it anywhere that you see all the time, put it away, put it away. I cleaned out my bar cart. I got rid of all the empty bottles or like not empty, but like if they were almost gone, like one or two shots, I just threw it away. And I put them all in a cupboard that I don't really ever go into. It's like a it, the, the cupboard above my microwave. So I'm like never going in there. And so I put all my alcohol bottles in there, all my like wine bottles that were in my fridge and I cleaned it out. I put all my glasses away and now on that shelf is just like coffee table books and art books and whatever. And I don't know. I just think it's like you don't know how much power the things that you see every day and see constantly have on you. And if you're so this can this tip can be for anything if you're trying to read more or you're trying to you know cut out uh, snack foods or anything that you're trying to do I just think you need to my tip is be aware of what you're seeing constantly in your day-to-day so if it's something that you want to do more of put if you want to read more put books in your apartment put them on a shelf that you see every day put them on your nightstand just always have it like be there so it's constantly reminding you about it put things away that you're trying to like stay away from and put the things around you that you're trying to do. I don't know. Not that I felt like I was ever like, I never drink during the week. Like I never, like I never solo drink ever. I never have. Like, it's not like I'm like feeling tempted by the alcohol in my apartment. I'm just like, if that's something that I'm trying to take a break from, I don't want to see it every day. I don't want to see it right on my bar cart. Like I want to see all my books and like my magazines and whatever. And if people come over and they want to have a drink, it's still there. It's just in the cupboard, you know, just be aware of what is like directly in front of you. My next tip is when you first get up, start a routine, get have a morning routine and please stay off your phone. Don't let your phone be the first thing that you see in the morning and that you scroll on. And I am telling you that not to you. I'm telling you that to myself. (laughs) It is so hard, especially if any of my girlies, gays, days out there are living alone because it can get very lonely, okay? And so I, trust me, I spend a lot of time on my phone, a lot of time on social, a lot of time watching TV. And this year, I'm really just trying to be aware of all of the things that I'm consuming and really to consume less media just in general. I think when I'm not on my phone as much, I really just feel so much better about my mental health and physical health and just everything. And... It can be so hard and I know like your phones are so addicting, but truly just try it at least in the morning and like right before you go to bed, like an hour before you go to bed, not just be doom scrolling on TikTok or Instagram or anything like put on a podcast or put on a TV show at least. Or, you know, when I get up, I'm in my tea era lately and I've really been trying to make it a point that like right when I get up, I like get up, I turn on my kettle and get that tea going and then, you know. If I if I if I have a podcast that I'm listening to that has a new episode out, I'll turn that on. Or if anything, I'll turn on a show because I think that is I don't know something about doom scrolling just like can really get the best of you. I can turn on a show and then my tea is ready or whatever, and then like immediately turn it off and then I get going about my day. But something about doom scrolling on your phone, like you don't have your hands open, you can't be doing stuff around the house. You know, if you put on a show in the morning. You can still be like, I don't know, I'm doing your laundry or whatever, but physically holding your phone for the first hour of your day is not going to be a productive way to start your day. So find a morning routine that really just works for you and try and stick to that. And I'm doing that as well. So if you guys have any tips, let me know. My next tip is kind of leads into the organizing that I was doing today. Clean your closets and not only your closets, because your closets might be like a duh and also easy er I know that's not easy for a lot of people but I go through my closet like I said I live in a studio it's very small I go through my closet like literally once a month and so that wasn't that like doomsy feeling to do for me but my cupboards my cupboards I do not cook I do not clean 
let me tell you how I got this ring. Gobble me, swallow me, drip down. No, I do not step foot in the kitchen to do anything. But I'm trying to change that this year. And I'm trying to cook more. Even just like pre-made meals like from Trader Joe's. But I'm just trying to like, you know, not order from Postmates and literally go bankrupt because of it. But my kitchen is just so small. And as I was like finding a cupboard to put all the booze in... <laughs> I, you know, needed to make some room. And my mom got me that caraway set that I was telling you guys about last week on the podcast. And so I needed somewhere to put it. So anyway, I did a whole deep clean of my kitchen today, cleaning out my fridge, my like vitamin cupboard, everything, pots, pans, things I don't use anymore to go to Goodwill, everything. When I tell you, I had a medicine cabinet and like a cabinet full of like protein bags and tea and protein bars, all this kind of stuff. It expired in 2020, most of it, 2020. Let me tell you, I didn't even live here in 2020. I've been lugging that shit around. I've been lugging that shit around, that expired shit around from apartment to apartment. Who knows when half that shit was purchased? I had some Tylenol, Tylenol that I've been taking. I have been taking that Tylenol often when I'm hungover. It expired in 2018. Um, Ma'am, how's the headache? Because your meds is expired, okay? So I don't know the the science between, you know, how things actually, like there's a, I know there's a difference between expired and best buy dates. And um, I'm too scared to, I'm not going to look at the, what happens to you if you've been taking um, expired medicine, but it probably, it's probably not great. And, you know, occasionally I'd have a cliff bar. Nope, expired 2020. So that's good. So this is your sign to do a deep, deep, deep. I had a whole shelf in my fridge of different Perrier flavors for when people come over. Nope. All expired. All expired. Only like six months ago. But I'm like, um, that's not good. Because if I had a guest over, I would give them a dry, no carbonated, nasty ass expired Perrier. And I would have not known a thing. So go through your fridge. Go through all of your cupboards in your kitchen. Go through your whole house your whole apartment, whatever. And this can be a slow process. Take it one area at a time. That's what I'm doing. And just like deep clean it. Check the expiration dates on everything. All your pastas, all your sauces, everything. Your ketchups, everything. We are not going into 2023 with any expired shit. That is gross and nasty and disgusting. And we're not doing it. So do that for me. My next tip i guess this actually isn't really a tip maybe it's a tip i don't know it's a anyways <laughs> my friend amber said this on tiktok i know i said i wasn't going to talk about it but this is just reference that anyways shut up <laughs> so my my friend amber i've talked about her before amber Philip. if you don't follow her she is literally just such a light in this world and she is the sweetest nicest most inspiring person. I just love watching her. I'm not a mom, but hopefully one day I will be a dad. And she just is, she just makes me feel so inspired about being a parent and not like that, not ending your life. She, she just looks like, I don't know, just so happy. And her kids seem so happy. And I just, I just love everything that she does. She's so inspiring. But she said on a TikTok that she heard, it's not your dream body if it's a nightmare to maintain. And that really just struck with me. And that has actually been something that my best friend and my personal trainer, Ash, has really instilled in me when I was like working out with him a ton. I know I've talked about how I've been taking a break, but I'm coming back hot in 2023. And um, he's always told me from the start, you know, like you have to find something. If one of your goals is to like be more healthy or to be more fit or to go to the gym or whatever, you are only you are setting yourself up for failure if you have like a certain body image in mind or whatever. That is not that should never be your goal. Your goal should be how you feel. If working out makes you feel good or you're trying to eat healthier or you're trying to spend more time in the gym or go on walks because it makes you feel better, that is the goal. It should never be about your appearance. And if if it is about appearance, like I maybe shouldn't say that, but because, you know, if you're like, okay, I want to lose my, uh, I don't know. I don't want to say anything because I don't, all bodies are beautiful. Basically what I'm saying is if, if to get to your goal, it is literally so miserable for you and so heinous. And then you get the goal and then you're literally just living 
as a slave to the gym or to this diet that you hate. You hate the foods you have to eat. You don't feel happy with the workouts that you're doing. It hurts. And, you know, that is not your dream body. Even if you look so hot, you got the six pack, everything. And then to maintain that, you literally cannot eat your favorite foods or you can't, you know, enjoy a beach day or you're anxious if you skip a run or whatever. If you are, if it is causing you stress, that is not your dream body. That is not. Now, not to say, obviously, the gym isn't always fun. Going on a, eating healthier isn't always fun. But that's not what it's saying. If it's a nightmare, and there were there was a time where I was so fit, and in 2020, I was just, like, working out so much, and that was, like, my life. And I loved it at the start, and it slowly started to turn into a nightmare for me. And I truly just felt like I was, like, creating unhealthy habits for me in the gym and with eating and... It just, it became so not fun for me that when I was in the gym and I was working out with my friend Ash, it literally, I could just tell I was like bringing down the vibes because I just hated it. And I could tell that my body just literally needed a rest, but I was so scared of like losing my progress and whatever. And finally I was just like, goodbye. Like, this is so dumb. Like, what am I doing this for? I'm doing this to like, hopefully get a boyfriend or to have a six pack or to be hot on Instagram. Like that is so not worth it. Like my mental health is being affected. I never want to shoot because I'm so tired. My body always hurts. It's aching. And this year I'm excited to get back into the gym to start eating healthier. I've definitely been not on my game, but I'm just going in it with a different approach. And that really, those, when I read that, it really like struck me. I was like, okay, that's exactly what I needed to hear because I do want to feel better. I want to feel better in my body. I want to feel better about the food that I'm eating. I want to have energy. I want to not be winded when I go up two flights of stairs. And so I'm going into my body goals this year with just a different mindset. And when I was doing it before, it was all about appearance. And I think I'd even said that on Instagram before. I'm like, it was all about appearance for me. Like, I just wanted to be hot. And obviously everyone wants to be hot. I still want to be hot. But I don't think being hot has anything to do with if you have a six pack or not. And that was a lesson that I needed to learn for myself. I never thought that and I've never projected that on anyone else. But just for myself, I thought that my confidence and to be hot and to be sexy and to be desirable to like men, the men that I am attracted to, I thought for them to be attracted to me, like I needed this certain body. And ew, I don't want to be with people that are only going to be with me if I have a six pack. Gross, because guess what? When I'm 80 years old, I can guarantee you I am not going to have a six pack. I'm probably going to be old, lazy, wrinkly in a wheelchair, being rolled around with a glass of rosé and a Big Mac. And so, I don't know. We'll see. That's that's my tip. Don't, don't go to the gym for your appearance. Do it for how it makes you feel. And if it's making you feel bad, then you're doing the wrong workouts and the wrong diet. On that note, Ash, my bestie, Body by Ash, my personal trainer, and just literally one of my favorite people on this planet. He has such an inspiring story and just so much knowledge about health, fitness, and wellness, and all of those things. He's coming on the podcast very soon. So if you guys have any questions about like my workout journey or just workouts in general or how to stay motivated or anything, send me a DM on Instagram. Okay, that part of the podcast took so much longer than I thought I was going to, but let's get excited about 2023. I felt like I just shit on and was like so serious about the last year or my thoughts about going into a new year. So let's perk it up because I really am. I really am so excited about 2023. I feel like I've really come to a peace and an understanding for myself and in life. And I think a lot of people are also on the same journey of just like 2023 is our year. And guess what? We're going to make it our year. We're going to make this year our bitch. Endings of chapters can seem super frustrating. Like I said, if you maybe weren't ready or you don't want to reflect on your year, I, I feel like when everyone's posting their like end of the year re recaps or whatever, if you had a rough year and then, for literally a week straight, you're seeing all these influencers, all these celebrities, all of your friends post their like year recaps and their goals and resolutions for the next year. You can literally be like, <laughs> I feel like there's been so many I've seen. I'm like, literally go fuck yourself. Like, I'm so over it. I can't. 
And that's just me being a hater, obviously, because I didn't feel like I had the best year and I have been anxious about going to the new year and whatever. So that can all seem super daunting and that can just send you into a spiral. However, if you block all that out and you really just think for yourself, like what a new year brings, it can be so exciting. And so it's nice to just utilize this time to just be like, okay, wow, this next year is going to be my bitch. Anyways, on that note, I'm ready to just get excited about 2023. And I want to talk about some things I'm excited about 2023 that I'm hoping you guys are as well, because I'm probably going to be talking about it many times on the podcast through this year. First up, we have albums that I'm excited for in 2023. And boom, to start off so strong, she just announced it. This is like new tea and it's coming next week. I don't know if the whole album or just the single, but Miley freaking Cyrus, you guys, has a new single coming out next Friday on January 13th called Flowers, I believe. And let me just tell you, I'm a Miley bitch through and through, tried and true, <laughs> proud and strong. I've been there since day freaking one. She was the second concert I ever attended. Oh, no, it wasn't a Miley Cyrus concert. It was a Hannah Montana concert. <laughs> I'm pretty sure with the Jonas Brothers, <laughs> which is freaking iconic, if you tell me. And I'm just, I love her. I've loved every song she's literally ever come out with. I've loved every era of hers. She does not have a bad song. I think she's truly our generation's like uh, share Dolly Parton. Uh, uh, just she is such an icon. She's a voice that just transcends and is so talented. And she just has that spark. She just has that rock star quality. Every time she's on stage, especially this last year, I feel like she's really embraced her, like rock and roll vibe. She just literally is a rock star. Every time I see her on stage, she's just so inspiring. And I've actually been watching a few interviews with her lately. And she's now, I don't know if she's like sober. Like, she, I think she's like me. Like, she's not like, she didn't have a problem or anything. I think she was just like, I just want to feel good. And I like needed to take a step back to like focus on work. And I was so inspired by that because, you know, we just know her as the weed loving party girl, Papa Molly. And to hear her be like, you know, that's cute and whatever, but I wanted to just take a break and focus on work. I was like, wow, I stand you even harder now because I'm in the same phase. But anyways, she posted like a few teasers to TikTok and to Twitter, like of clips of her in a gorgeous vintage East St. Laurent dress from like 1993 or something. And it's like a gold shimmery, like cut out in the middle, just stun Nayang. If you guys have not seen it, go check her out on TikTok or I think she posted it on like everything. But it sounds like it's just going to be a jam, and I'm so excited. I feel like her last album, Plastic Hearts, we just really didn't appreciate as we should have. I loved it. I loved all the songs on it. And I just am so excited to hopefully watch her, for lack of a better word, get her flowers. And let me tell you, the pettiness of Miss Cyrus to drop her next single about how it, the 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 clippings on like the billboards say like I can love me better than you can I can buy myself my own flowers I can whatever you know it's a it's a it's an empowerment breakup song guess what date she's releasing it on ladies and gentlemen and theys and thems she's releasing it on her ex's birthday <laughs> I aspire to be that confident and that petty to release a single on my ex boyfriend's birthday that is about him that is just iconic and i love it and i can't freaking wait to hear it and i just um, i'm just I, I love miley i cannot wait to see what this new era brings for her the fashions the music videos oh i'm so excited i can't wait also guys ray I, I, I am so excited for Ray's album. It's R-A-Y-E. She has that viral TikTok sound called Escapism, I believe, with 070 Shake, which y'all already know from the Paris episode how I feel about 070 Shake. But I have loved Ray. Like, Ray was one of my favorite artists this last year that I discovered, and maybe even the year before that. She has a EP called Euphoric Sad Songs. You guys need to go listen to that EP. Love Me Again. Just, uh, uh they're so good. She's so talented and I'm so glad she's like getting her flowers right now and going viral on TikTok because she just had like a huge drama with her record label and they wouldn't let her release music 
and do what she wanted to do. And so she left and she's an independent artist. And so this is her first like debut solo album. And so far, the first single of it is already viral on TikTok. And she like made huge charts. And that's just huge for a solo artist, especially in the UK. And I just I love her. I love that people finally are finding her because I've loved her for so long. And the the EP Euphoric Sad Songs, you guys all need to go listen to it. It's so good. Her new album is coming out, I think, in February, and I'm so excited. Next up, we also have a February release of Caroline Polchek. I don't know if I'm saying that right, but I, I'm i just newly on the Caroline Polchek train, and I'm obsessed with her. She is so good. If you guys have no idea who that is, you guys need to go listen to her. I, I just am obsessed. Her, la- her latest single off of her new album is called... The album is called Desire I Want to Turn Into You. Ooh. And my favorite song off of it so far, there's like three songs out right now, is called Welcome to My Island. It's just such a, it's such a new, fresh sound. I'm obsessed. So definitely go check it out. I'm excited for that. The next album I'm so excited for is Sam Smith. They are allegedly releasing an album January 27th. And if you guys don't know, Sam now uses they, them pronouns, FYI. Um, But I just love literally every single song that they have ever come out with they are so talented and i'm so excited to hear this new sound i i don't think they even have like a single out from it yet or if they've even said like the exact date but that's what it said online and i'm so excited here there's something about being queer and having queer or gay songs sung from that perspective Like, growing up, there was only songs about boys loving girls or girls loving guys or, you know. And so, them and Troye Sivan were really my first queer artists that I, like, really fell in love with. And then they had songs that they were singing about boys. And they were good songs. And I don't know. It just, like, is so refreshing to hear love songs and picture gay and queer love about, I don't know. I just love it. So, I'm so excited to hear their new sound. Another album I'm really excited for is My my Shock, y'all. It's a throwback. Some of you youngins might not know of it, but The Gorillas. The Gorillas obviously are having this like huge resurgence. Their new stuff is so good and so funky and I just love it. If you guys haven't heard it, you guys should go listen to it. But their new album is coming February 24th. So I'm really looking forward to that. And also Louis Capaldi's new album is coming out May 19th. And I love Louis Capaldi. He is also so funny on TikTok now. And like, I'm just obsessed with following him. But his last album just, you know, came out in a really dark time of mine (laughs) of just like depression over a boy. And all of my, uh, I've only ever had two breakups and they always come out around either Louis Capaldi. And both times I swear an Adele album came out. And, you know, that's just not good for me. It is. And it's not because sometimes in a breakup, you got to just feel, be in your feelings and be sad and whatever. But um, I'm so glad that this next one, I will not be going through a breakup. Well, May 19th. Well, I'm going to give myself some grace. Maybe I'll meet a boy, date him, break up. That's, that's actually a good chunk of time. I've had shorter relationships. Actually, both of my relationships were shorter than that. So I, oh my gosh, am I manifesting a relationship and a breakup in the next five months well shit i don't want the breakup to happen anyways i'm excited for the new album and we will stay tuned for if a breakup ensues during the same time (laughs) okay things i'm excited to watch in 2023 first off everyone 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 if you love me if you love me you will get onto this this friday january 6th the new season of rupaul's drag race is coming to MTV and I could not be more excited. You guys know I love Drag Race. I've talked about it before and I just need everyone to hop on the train, okay? Because I want to be talking about it a lot on here. I'm probably, you know, going to be talking about it with Jose and our thoughts and feelings. Who doesn't want to watch people dress up in wigs and funky colorful clothing and dance to pop songs? Uh, I'm so sorry. Y'all need to get on this train. It is so fun. It's so entertaining. This next season looks like it's going to be so freaking good. If you've ever seen those TikTok star drag queens called Sugar and Spice, they are twins. They're going to be on. So I feel like that's going to be a new fun twist. And they have like literally 7 million followers on TikTok. So that should be interesting. Normally some girls like are like Instagram girls, but they don't 
they always get like bullied for it. So this will be very interesting to see how like the other queens treat them. I don't know. So I'm super excited. That's literally coming in two days. So you guys all need to tune in so we can all watch it together and chat about it and share our thoughts. Next, I'm so excited to watch The Little Mermaid, the live action coming out May 26th. Oh my gosh, I'm just so excited. For anyone that has anything negative to say about Ariel being black, literally I just have two huge middle fingers for you because literally suck a dick. Even that is like being too nice because that is a, <laughs> not a bad thing. <laughs> Whenever people are like suck a dick, I'm like, okay, please. And like find me one to suck. <laughs> okay, I'm I'm I need to end this podcast immediately. <laughs> uh <laughs> Anyways, no, I'm so excited. Literally, it just looks... Hallie is, has the most beautiful voice. It looks so beautifully well done. I've loved all the Disney live actions. And I'm not that much of a Disney girl. You know that. Um, but I'm excited for it. I'm so excited to see it. Um, also, the new Barbie comes out. Not for, Still for a minute. It's coming out July 21st um, with Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling. But it looks so good. We just got our first sneak peek of it, I think, at the Avatar... Uh, movie premiere and it was a very short <laughs> preview but it looks like it's going to be so good and so camp and so gay and I can't wait also in, in, in TV world we've got Real Housewives of New Jersey coming up quick and Beverly Hills I don't know when Beverly Hills is coming out but I feel like Beverly Hills will be a good season because you know last season was so heavy the last few seasons have been so heavy and so I think the girls are going to really emphasize, you know, going at it with a different approach and maybe being more lighthearted and fun. So I'm excited to see how they do that. To on the opposite, Real Housewives of New Jersey is going to be dark this season. We got Teresa Giudice's wedding, who Melissa Gorga was not invited to. And that's just going to be a treat to unfold, to, to watch unfold. I don't know what's going to happen, how it's going to happen. And who's still talking, who's friends, who's not. But I watched the preview today, and let me just tell you, it looks like it's going to be a good season. So if you guys like Real Housewives, I'm probably going to be talking about that a lot coming up. I think I've decided that I want to do, like, pop culture recap episodes, maybe, like, once a month. Maybe, like, the last episode of every month is, like, a pop, uh, pop culture recap where we can just talk about all of our shows, all of our books, uh, celebrity drama, tea, award shows, all of that, and how we feel about it, mm, let me know if you guys are into that, because y'all know I love talking pop culture, okay? Oh, how could I even forget the movie I am most excited for this next year is Dune Part 2, coming out November 3rd. Oh, I cannot believe we have to wait almost a full year for this. I cannot believe it does not come out until November 3rd. But Dune is literally, a lot of people didn't like it. It's one of my favorite movies, just for the soul cinematography. It's like one of my favorite movies to watch on a plane because there's not too much happening. It's kind of like relaxing. Like, oh, the cinematography, the lighting, the color grading, the music by Hans Zimmer, just everything about it, the world that they create and the costumes and everything is just so beautiful and I'm literally obsessed with it. I literally want to move into that kingdom and world and oh my God, it's so cool. I'm so excited to see how the story develops and how obviously Zendaya is going to have a bigger part in this next one because the first one was definitely more of like a prelude, you know, just setting the scene. And I think the second one's about to shake everyone's core. I think it's going to be just a lot happening and a lot more like dynamic in story than the first one because I think the first one was a little slow. But even I've watched the first one so many times and every time I watch it, I like take something away from it and I learn something about like one of the lands because they're setting up just so think about how many star Wars there are or like Lord of the Rings or Harry Potter's they're setting up the groundwork so that like the next one, I think we won't be so confused if they just squeezed it all into one. I think there would have been a lot of like, wait, how are these worlds connected? Are they different planets? Are they different parts on a, the same planet? Um, how are they related? Like, why is that King pissed at this planet? Or, you know, I'm glad they really explained it all out, like the history and like why they're upset at each other and what they need from this planet and whatever. Anyways, I, if you can't tell, I'm literally like nerding out over it. I cannot wait to see the new Dune, November 3rd. All these shows and artists should be paying me for promoting them. This free promo. In terms of fashion for 2023, I'm really excited to see just what 
the next like trends are and like mainly like in celebrity world like I don't really care like what the next trend is for me and or like normal people because I I don't know I just that comes and goes and I don't feel like my fashion changes like too strongly from trend to trend I try to keep it like kind of classy and timeless but I'm excited to see what the big trends are for like the celebrities with the with the with the rise and fall of Balenciaga and you know Kim Kardashian no longer working with them. Thank God, I'm so over that like heel to pant bodysuit Balenciaga look that Kim has been doing literally for the last year. I'm so over. I loved it. It was a cool, you know, uh, era. But I'm ready for it to end. Obviously, with all the controversy with Balenciaga, like goodbye. But I'm so excited to see like what she does and what designer she works with next and who she, whose muse she becomes and not just her, but just anyone. I'm so excited. I'm, I'm so ready for another fashion house to have their moment and to just see what else is next. So stay tuned. I wanted to share a few podcasts that I've been loving and that I'm so excited to listen to more in 2023. I keep like slurring that into one in 2023. I am, like I said, newly in my podcast era. So if you guys have podcasts that you guys like, (laughs) obviously, except for the Tybridge podcast, um, then let me know. Feel free to send them to my way because I'm definitely in an exploratory, adventure mood with trying new podcasts. I, like I told you guys in last week's episode, I got rid of my TV and I only have a projector, so I can only watch TV at night. And it, it's been so nice, and it's been helping me with my productivity. And so in turn, like today, when I was cleaning my kitchen, you know, putting the booze away, all of that, I listened to just podcasts all day. And I, I really, like, I'm loving it. Like, I just feel like I, A, when you live alone, it's nice to hear other humans' voices, especially when you know them. Like, I listened to JC and Chelsea's um, episode from yesterday you'll get when you guys are listening to this it went live yesterday definitely go listen to it it's about how to slay 2023 and I don't know I just loved it I felt like I was like hanging out with people and then I listened to two of my other favorites um the bald and the beautiful which is with Trixie Mattel and Katya which are two drag queens from RuPaul's Drag Race but you do not have to like drag to watch this or to listen to it they just get on and literally talk about whatever they want and it is so funny they are so quick they're so witty they're so entertaining like when I listen to them for an hour like it goes by in the blink of an eye they are hilarious their podcast is called the bald and the beautiful and you guys need to listen to it so that you can understand my type of humor (laughs) um and then I'm recently on to which I don't know why it's taking me so long to listen to this but I'm loving it is and this you guys probably already know all these because these podcasts are way bigger than I am but I'm just sharing what I'm loving um the toast I can't remember their names it's Claudia and her sister and I've literally only listened to like four episodes so don't judge me but they do a podcast called the toast every single day every single day let me reiterate that I don't know how they do it they are psycho but I'm very impressed and they talk a million miles per minute and it's so inspiring because I also talk a million miles per minute and I'm also so I'm always so worried that I'm talking too fast and then I listen to theirs and I'm like okay no I'm good like obviously there's an audience for that but they're just so funny it's all about pop culture what's happening in the world and they just like approach everything like so lightheartedly and it's so fun and they just have such a good dynamic, obviously, because they're sisters. And if you haven't listened to it, definitely go check it out. Also, obviously, the What We Said podcast. I feel like that's I don't even have to say that because all of y'all listen to the What We Said podcast. But if you don't and you're like one of the the few people that <laughs> listens to mine and not theirs, go listen to JC and Chelsea's podcast. It literally just like lifts my spirits every time I listen to it. They are so nice, so fun. It's so lighthearted. And I just always feel... Like these, the other podcasts I'm talking about, like The Bottom, The Beautiful, The Toast are more like entertaining for me. And it's just like listening to almost like nothing. It's like watching a TV show or like having something in the background. I just love to hear like the dynamics of these people talk. But JC and Chelsea, I'm always like so inspired (laughs) when I'm listening to them. They just always have such good insights on like advice or stories that people are telling or sending in. Or, I don't know, they're just the best. You guys need to listen to them. Things I'm excited to do in 2023. I kind of talked about this last week, I think, but camping, 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 camping. 
2023 is my camping era. Rita, you better get your freaking shit together. You better buck up and not break down anymore because guess what? We're hitting the road. We're hitting historic Route 66, okay? They're about to make a Cars 4 based off of Rita the Wrangler and Ty French's adventures this summer. Merk my words. I'm so excited. I feel this has been actually one of my New Year's resolutions. I'm not kidding for the last two years. And I just haven't done it. But this year I'm doing it. And not to say I'm like going to be like hitchhiking and, you know, really getting grime and dirty. No, I'm going to be taking it easy. (laughs) I'm going to be going where Rita can go. I'm going to be, you know, maybe glamping at some destinations, maybe road tripping and staying in little motels that maybe isn't necessarily considered camping. But, you know, I just want to like explore more of California. I want to explore more of Arizona, Utah, and just take advantage of the outdoors and do it with friends. And I don't know, like I'm so, I want to go to Monument Valley so bad. I want to go to Moab. I want to spend a week in Utah in the summer. It's so beautiful there. There's so many gorgeous parts of California that we just like don't take advantage of living here. And so that's something I'm excited to do in 2023. Next thing, obviously we got Coachella. Coachella. Ooh, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. You guys heard on last week's episode, my Coachella um, lineup predictions or and or hopes. <laughs> um, but I'm just so excited. That by this time every year, like when all the holidays are over, that's like my next thing that I look forward to. It's in April. And literally from now until April, like that's the only thing on my mind. That's the only thing getting me through the the dark, cold winter and the early sunsets. I just Coachella full steam ahead. And we'll see if by then, if I want to booze or not, or if I'm still not boozing, or maybe I'll, I don't know. We'll see. I don't know how I'm going to deal with that yet, but we'll see. I might be in my mushroom era. I really want to, in 2023, go to Italy. I've been to Italy before back in, I don't even know, 2018, 2017. And I went on a cruise. I was shooting a wedding. It was so fun. We had like so many destinations. I went with one of my best friends and it was just a lot. Like it was like a 13 day cruise. And so I, I, I saw a lot of Italy. I've been to so many places in Italy, but like it was so fast, so jam-packed. I was also with the client most of the time. So it was like I, I just got a little taste, a little nibble. And I'm ready for the full experience. I'm ready to go. I'm ready for some Italian sausage, if you know what I'm saying. Not on pizza. And um, I'm just ready to get swoon over. I'm ready for an Italian summer. I'm ready to go to Capri. And... I don't know. I feel like this is my year to do that. And so we'll see. I'm excited to hopefully go to Italy this year. I want to learn to surf again. I learned to surf in like, I don't know, like two years ago. And so I probably still know how, but like I never, I went surfing maybe like seven times total and I never like got good at it. You know, it's like I was still learning then. And so, you know, maybe the basics would kind of come back to me, but I really this summer want to uh, put more time into that. I have a surfboard. I have the wet Sue, I have the whole thing. I live by the beach. And I don't know. It's just such a good way to like get out in the water, get out in nature, get some sun and be active. And so we'll see. We'll see if this is the year of the gurfer is a term I have coined. Um, The gurfer means the gay surfer. And I'm ready. I'm ready to be the gay surfer. I'm ready to be the gurfer. I'm ready for some surf brands hit me up. (laughs) And we'll see. We'll see if I become just a full out Cali boy this year. Another thing I'm excited to do in 2023 is hopefully come out with some merch for the Thai French podcast. I don't know. I've been cooking up some ideas. Even since before I even started the podcast, I had some ideas of, you know, just merch I wanted to create. And so we'll see. That's in the very early stages, so it probably wouldn't come out until, I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to, like, give it time, but... I'm excited to hopefully do that. I just want to like do more with the podcast. I'm hopefully going to maybe do like my first live show this year. Ah, I don't know. <laughs> would anyone even want to come? I don't know. I don't even know what I, would, what I would do. But that is something else I maybe want to conquer in 2023. The next thing I had written down in my notes was to talk about people to watch. And um, the only person I wrote down was me. <laughs> so you guys should really watch me. And tune into me because obviously I'm a narcissist. Um, who else could I think of? No, 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 no. I'm just kidding. But other than obviously like my friends, like I wanted to be like more broad, but it's so hard because I really couldn't pinpoint like a list of like five or 10 people. I truly, truly think that 2023 is going to be very transformative for everyone. And I think it's going to kind of start a new wave, a new generation, a new cycle 
maybe we'll call it of just how the world works and what what people put time into and the media that we consume and I don't know I'm just so excited to see what this year brings I think this year more than a lot of years in the past I I do have so much excitement for it and I have so much faith (laughs) that it's really going to be a great year other years I I can't say I have the same feeling going into it so I don't know I'm taking that as a good sign from the universe that it's going to be good. So believe me because I'm right in everything that I say. I wanted this podcast episode to just be almost like a manifestation, just a kick off to 2023 that you guys, 2023 is our bitch. Not is going to be our bitch. We're not going to make it our bitch. It is our bitch. That's what I'm putting out into the world. Please make sure to follow me on Instagram to keep up. And, you know, sometimes I post my Instagram stories of polls or questions that I have about upcoming podcast episodes. And it's so helpful when you guys tune in and share your opinions or put in your advice or your questions. It really helps with the planning of these episodes that I know that it's things that you guys want to hear at Thai French and on TikTok if you want. Because I'm going to be getting TikTok early this year. Who knows? <laughs> it would also help me so much if you guys would leave a review of the Thai French podcast, wherever you guys listen to it, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, Amazon. It helps me so much. And I will see you guys next week. Love ya. Thanks for listening and stay tuned for next week. <laughs>